listening to A New Normal. On today's episode, we'll talk a bit about our perspective as business school students, what that experience has been like in the midst of a global pandemic, and a bit about what we're looking forward to as we wrap up our final year here at the Kellogg School of Management. Stay tuned. Welcome to the first and perhaps the only episode of A New Normal, Business School During a Pandemic. My name is Kyron Whitfield. And I'm Leo Doria. We are both uh, upcoming second year business students, and we're excited to catch up a bit. Uh, it's good to see you, my guy. Yeah. Uh, and reflect on our experience as, uh, as we wrap up our summer here in business school. It's gone by real fast, hasn't it? It really has. It really has. It's been a, a, a really fast-paced, hot boy summer, if you will. <laughs> um, but yeah, my guy, it's good, to, it's good to catch up, as always. Um, so just to get us started off, Leo, what, what led you to business school and, and where were you at? Where were you up to beforehand? Yeah, you know, I feel like I was a lot better at this about 18 months ago, you know, getting that pitch ready and always having it just off the dome, ready to go. Uh, not quite right. there right now, but I'll, I'll do my best here. Uh, so really, I was working kind of uh, in strategic finance in the casino gaming industry, as well as doing some other numbers related stuff elsewhere, you know, some data analytics. And ultimately, I decided that I was kind of I don't want to say tired of it, but I was kind of tired of it. Uh, there's this aspect of the work that just wasn't tangible. And I was really missing actually being able to see like the impact of whatever I was working on, on that end thing, right? So I really wanted to switch, uh, switch up what I was doing uh, drastically, both function, industry, everything across the board. And business school provided a good way of doing that, right? Like I think a good way of putting it is like, all right, so it's two years of my life, sure. But if I was still doing, doing the like uh, internal corporate finance or strategy role, that's still like going to at least take two years, if not more, to switch functions, switch industry, you know, make all these types of moves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas the MBA, like, I don't know, people are willing to take a little bit of a risk on you because they see these, uh, these school names on, on your resume, these brands, you know, these couple of letters. And they're like, all right, you know, they, they try to do this thing. Let's, let's see how it works out. Yeah. So you embarked on this journey to, to get to business school. This is where it's actually... Uh, where we met, um, you know, in our preparation to, to uh, come to business school. And I'm glad we ended up at the, at the same place. I'm similar. I think you mentioned like, you know, the tangible bit, looking for something a bit more tangible. Now, I worked in tech beforehand and, and actually really loved what I was doing, uh, but I wanted to have like the ability to create something tangible and have like a more um, direct role in like product development. So that's what drove me to business school. You know, it was, it was kind of hard to step away from you know, something so seemingly secure, uh, and 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 that you know, I thought I was pretty good at to um, go towards what I was really interested in, and that was like you know, being product management and product marketing kind of space. So, um, so far it's been a good decision, but it is uh, it is different than what we thought, right? Is we we started business school during a pandemic. That was a crazy decision. Oh, a hundred percent. And you know, at least on my side, like I accepted, I played down my deposit. I did everything before COVID was like, you know, starting to run rampant across the U.S. Uh, right. uh, for the people that like don't know, like all these schools have these like uh, admitted students events or whatever, you know, here at Kellogg, it's called Day at Kellogg or DAC. And they do it for the different rounds. I applied round one, got in, was able to come out of Day at Kellogg, talked about COVID with my uh, Uber driver on the way from Chicago <laughs> to Evanston, you know, just casually like, ah, you know, there's this thing that's going around, but it's all right, you know. Yeah, it's gone into Chicago. It's only like two cases. It's okay. Uh, flew back to Vegas afterwards. And then not even a month later, you know, like shit got real. It was insane. You know, that was in January and by mid-March, 
uh, yeah. <laughs> the whole world was kind of closed down. 18 months ago or more, the, the world shut down. Yeah, yeah, I, I too remember that. Um, for me, I, I started the, the process and knew I wanted to go to business school before the pandemic hit, obviously. But then I didn't make the decision to come to Kellogg until we were in, we were already in the pandemic. I, for myself, I had been working, you know, work from home from March until like uh, July or so. So it's been a few months. I was just sitting at the house doing the the, the hybrid, well, not even hybrid at that time. It was 100% remote um, sitting in my kitchen uh, doing work. So, uh, and still, yeah, it was a tough decision, but I knew that, you know, the time still made sense for me, especially with all the other unknowns that were going on didn't know is like I wanted to go to business school and so I, I decided to to still do it um to take the lead so what made you comfortable like continuing why didn't you like defer or something if, if that was an option yeah man I mean a lot of it's like similar to what you were saying right like there's all these unknowns going on you don't really know what the next step is going to be with something that's completely out of your control so really what you try and do is use what is in your control right uh, at that point, after going through the entire application process, knowing how this thing fit for my transition from what I was doing elsewhere, taking the time to just not, like taking a pause or not doing it didn't make sense. And yeah, there's been a ton of trade-offs, right? Like, and I think that's one of the things, one of the things you learn about everything is there's always going to be trade-offs, uh, but these trade-offs still made sense, right? Like I knew I didn't want to keep doing what I was doing and, uh, you know, Casino gaming in the you know midst of the pandemics pandemic mid March you know completely closed down. Casinos closed down everywhere. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I think that's the from where you want to be during a pandemic. Yeah, uh, we had about ninety ninety three percent of uh, all staff at my company was furloughed, right? And like they had no clue when things were going to reopen. They were in like cash like saving mode. Like I don't know, it was hectic. And you know, I knowing that I already wanted to step away from that, knowing that things are really uncertain everywhere, right? Uh, kind of having that MBA opportunity was, you know, almost a blessing. Like, yeah, yeah. and there's trade-offs, but like knowing that you've got the next two years kind of safe and secure to figure out what you want to do in a place that yeah. really helps you figure out how to get there. Like that is a blessing compared to what yeah. most people were going through. Right. So for me, deferring yeah. just didn't make sense. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, we, we were quite lucky in that. I'm sure, uh, you know, it, it, that, that story isn't the same for, for a lot of people. We, I, I know personally some some folks who decided to um, to defer and yep. um, and and you know they're they're going to come to business school here this year or or maybe not at all now but yeah um, and it, it's just different for different folks um, but like for for us we decided to to come on I knew like you know I get think Leah mentioned a few times but we're up in up in Chicago a little north of Chicago in Evanston uh, in a Kellogg School of Management at Northwestern University um, go what are we Wildcats Wildcats. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, go go Wildcats. I think that's what they say. Um, so we're we're up here, and, and a lot of the reasons that Kellogg was my top choice, and I was really grateful to, to get in. Um, you know, Kellogg is known for being a really social school and team building, and we have a beautiful building here um, right on Lake Michigan. So I um, was really excited to to lean into all of those things. But then when you get to uh, school during a pandemic, that's a little different. Um, you know, we we started. I started in July of 2020. Um, Leo shortly thereafter. Yep. Uh, so moving and, and starting school in a pandemic, the experience is different than what we imagined. Um, uh, we were fortunate, I think, like pretty fortunate. I think most schools um, tried to do some level of hybrid or they were 100% remote. Kellogg pretty much maintained its whole hybrid hybrid experience throughout the, the year, which meant like 
some of our classes were online, some of them were in person, some of them were both, and we would rotate through through um, back and forth. And they tried to maintain like a you know a social atmosphere, social distancing, and all that stuff intact, um, somewhat as best they could. And I, I know I'm really grateful for that. How was that experience for you? You know, like what you what you think? Yeah, what you thought I mean, you were getting into it, what it actually was. Yeah, and I mean, you're gonna get uh, you can get different opinions from different people, right? But like, I think they did the yeah. best that they could with you know the hand they were dealt, kind of like what everyone was trying to do during that time. So mm-hmm. on that front, like I don't know, 100 grateful that they were able to enable what they were able to enable, right? Like, kudos to just kind of everyone that played a part in that. Uh, comparing kind of what it's been like to what I expected. You know, I think, again, like I got a little lucky. Uh, I had a little precursor that this was happening, right? I had already applied. I had already made up my mind I was going here. So I had a nice like six-month window to try and like level set these expectations in my own head of like, oh, here's what business school like has been or, you know, like traditionally all this stuff that happens. And as things didn't seem to be getting any better as we approached the start date, I was able to slowly, you know, step by step be like, all right, so that's probably not going to happen that's probably not going to happen. Here's the things that might still happen. Here's how like I can try and make the best of it. Right. So I think if you compare it to like the experience, like pre pandemic, uh, not the same at all, really. I mean, not uh, at all. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's such a large value to like getting to know people and hanging out and, you know, Kellogg loves their big events and their socials and all these other things, you know, TGs on Friday with some, you know, free beer and wine at the hub, like, things are yeah. different but you, you kind of make the Good best thing. of it yeah, yeah. now well, I will say, we, we came here for the academics yeah. not just the social. that was our, our main priority guys was was really to learn um yes plus yeah yeah <laughs> no, no i was gonna say you know and get a job afterwards or at least an internship that maybe becomes a yeah. job who knows and i think there was some benefits there when it came to recruiting like i don't know i i wouldn't have wanted to fly all around the u.s <laughs> interviewing at places i was happy to do it from uh from my living room i was i was yeah, actually really yeah. happy with, with that with your with your sweatshirts on and flip-flops uh yeah it was it was yeah i, I think it was a definitely a, um i won't say it was stress-free but it was there was an element of the stress that wasn't that wasn't there having to um go uh, around the u.s and travel and uh you know be in person and meet people you can you know prep yourself and 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 actually do the interviews and stuff in the same yeah. space so so that helped, but uh, recruiting was a was a tough time. Um, I was just looking over a few like numbers here and stuff. I, you know, like I said, we we ultimately decided to come to business school, and a lot of people decided to defer. But you know, from the numbers, of, um, a Bloomberg article I was reading, I think they said business school applications were up two percent last year, like in the midst of the pandemic. So people, more people were deciding to come to business school um, in spite of the world around them, and um, that's after a 3.1% like decline in 2019. So they turned it around and then grew some. Um, so people making the decision for themselves. And I guess that's makes sense. Um, you know, like, like you were saying, Leo, like some people may not have been so comfortable with the idea of like, oh, I might lose my job. I don't know what my, I already lost my job. Might as well go to business school. Um, or I, the world's going to be like a known place for a while. So might as well take this, this two years to, to do something and, and invest in myself. So I guess, I guess that makes sense. But, you know, you think, well, what's going to happen afterwards? And they're saying, according to the GMAC, they're saying that they expect this like growth to kind of continue for the next couple of years, at least. So that's, that's quite interesting. Yeah. There's this thing that people say that like, uh, 
MBA or like business school admission cycles really closely follow kind of like economic cycles of like, you know, those growth periods and those like kind of uh, decline periods where mm. when everything's going really well, applications start going down because no one wants to take the two years off from what they're doing if it's already what they're doing, right? Like, hey, that's yeah. a lot of like increase in wealth and salary and bonuses and all these things because just yeah. everything's going good. But when things are going bad, everyone kind of wants those two years that or they're able to kind of tie it out, wait it out, maybe make those switches they uh, didn't feel that comfortable being able to make before, or like didn't want to step away from the cash, whatever it might be, and use it. And I think that might be like, at least that's the explanation some people get for that, like that, uh, that pandemic boost in applications and like GMAX uh, confidence and applications continuing to grow. It's, it's a good time, right? <laughs> like we don't know yeah, what's going yeah. on. You said a safety net, um, you know, a little, a little safety haven here in what we call Heavenston, uh, Illinois, for 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 Illinois for, for a while. So good, good on, good on. Yeah, this. you got the safety net in the bubble. You know, you're like doubly protected. Northwestern as a university was like very um, uh, diligent in their testing protocol. Uh, every week we had to get tested. That wasn't fun, but it, it made you feel like you were a lot safer and made you feel more comfortable with people. So it, it was at first it was like once a week, I think, or maybe once every other week. And it, it just kept ramping up. By the end of it, we were tested twice a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I have a nose anymore, but you know, it's it's cool. You you uh you felt safe and like you know, if if something were to happen, you know, there were some outbreaks um from from different things, but you you knew quickly uh and, and we were able to handle that. So that was that was really nice to be yeah. in a place where we had that going on. Yeah. 100% agree with that. Yeah. How did you feel about like the remote learning? Like what was your favorite and worst part about that for you? Uh, favorite part. And, you know, this isn't going to sound great on me, but uh, being able to take 8 a.m.s without having to get up before 8 a.m. was, uh, you know, real, was a real victory. Let me tell you, there's some great classes. You had to time. wake up at 7.58 at least. <laughs> That's before 8 a.m. That's what, yeah. Don't say yourself short. But, like learn as much. Like were you as engaged? Uh, you know, that's a good... as honestly as you feel. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good question. And, you know, again, I'm not doing myself any favors here, but like I've chronically fallen asleep in classrooms before. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's something about mm -hmm. like the ambiance that's made in these classrooms. Uh, yeah. They get a little toasty. You, know, you have one person talking. And I'm not going to say this is the MBA experience. because It's not. I, I want to preface over there. But like traditionally, <laughs> academically, I have been I'm not I'm not a great student. Um, I think on my end, like staying engaged in classes wasn't as difficult as, as I was originally expecting. And I think a lot of that's because the professors put in the legwork. I mean, it's very easy to get distracted when you're at home, right? Like, you know, you got, I've got two monitors, well, three right now. You've got all this stuff going on. I can walk to my kitchen, grab a quick bite and still be listening. But <laughs> they did a good job, you know, kind of structuring everything in a way where you knew like, hey, this is where I should be paying the most attention. This is what's really going to matter. And this is a discussion I want to be a part of. So let's chat. Um, I wouldn't yeah. say it's the same as like, you know, being in a classroom in person, because I think in programs that really value that kind of discussion, right? Like having people be able to speak up, uh, discuss their points, uh, you know, use data or anecdotal evidence from whether it's a case or an experience or your own work or whatever it might be. I think it's mm -hmm. a lot easier to do that in person. And it's a lot easier to motivate other people to motivate, also yeah. speak up in person. I think yeah, that was probably yeah. like the big divide with a lot of the remote classes is people were a little shy, you know? You wouldn't think yeah. it, but people were a little shy. Business school students, who, who would have thunk it? No, I, I, I totally agree with the, 
with the like dynamics of the classroom, you know, going through the process of you know, visiting other schools, um, visiting Kellogg as well. Like I had the chance to like sit in on some of the classrooms yep. while uh, students were in there and you just like kind of fly on the wall. It was just a very different experience. You know, somebody would chime in, like everybody in there worked at Fortune 500 companies or, or you know, had a great experience as Teach for America or something, something cool, Olympians, whatever. And they would just throw those in uh, to keep the things relevant because a lot of times what we see in the business school, we were like referencing cases that happened years ago. Um, so to keep the things fresh and, and interesting, people add their own perspective in there, which makes it, uh, again, more interested and in, in, in relevant. Um, and that's a big part of what you get out of business school, the networking, the stories, and what you um, gain from being able to reflect and tell your story as well. You get to learn and apply that in a, in a way that's um, a bit a bit more helpful for yourself and for others. So in a business context, of course. So that that part was a little a little bit challenging, um, um, but we'll see how that how that turns out next year. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, I think yeah. like a lot of the points you made earlier like i don't know everyone's got a unique story unique perspective and it's a good forum it's a good way of getting those things out there in a way that's you know flexible and applicable for things you're going to do in the future um same ways of like i don't know deciding if business schools for you like it's the same exact process right like everyone's going to approach something differently and being able to see that approach i think that's Mm -hmm. like what's extremely valuable from that in-person learning yeah yeah and i you know just, just check it and see what people are saying on their airwaves and whatnot. Um, there was an article in Forbes where talking about the value of the MBA and like business school during COVID and what, what does it all mean and how that's that's evolving. And the one thing that I feel like they're kind of making a jab at, at business school, which fair, it's an institution that that's been around for a while. But it was like you know, business school students like reflect on cases that have happened, you know, years ago. And so, if if anything that we learned from from the pandemic is that the situation changes quickly. So uh, those who adapt are those who succeed and survive. So um, if we were learning about something that happened 20, 40 years ago, how relevant is that? And I, again, I really do think like um, the, the learning comes from, you do learn from history, but the learning comes from people, how people apply that to their actual uh, experience that they had um, in their careers, which are obviously much more, much more fresh. So, um, so I think still that business school is relevant, definitely relevant for, for me, um, but it's about the people and the experiences that we that we share to make it make it so so great yeah exactly and i mean i don't know uh you know not everyone just uses 100 percent cases or not just sitting here like regardless of what we're learning reading these 10 20 30 page like write-ups of very long appendixes that are supposed to teach us some very clear lesson or goal or you know like hey this is exactly what you're supposed to take away from it there's a bunch of other things that happen right there's a lot of group work there's a lot of uh experiential experience like opportunities that exist and to your point about like even just the cases, like having people's perspectives, like two two people can read the exact same thing and come away with like a different opinion or a different mindset yeah. as to like what was important from it. And I don't know, like if you read something from a like factory, like a steel factory from 30 years ago, like it's 40 years ago, it seems like something that's like, ah, you're like, ah, this isn't relevant to me. Like I'm never going to work in like commodities manufacturing. Like this thing's way older than I am, but there's always still like- Commodities manufacturing is very sexy. Uh, One can dream, one can dream. (laughs) There's always still things you could take from it, right? You're like, hey, you know, this is a way to not be like a shitty boss, really. Like ultimately like uh, the things that are prioritized or the way that you look at problems, like they're exercises in critical thinking more so than anything. There's no clear cut answer. 
uh, regardless okay. of what history says, like a lot of the times you find that like, I don't know, things can be presented in a way where it was very optimistic. And then, you know, we have the benefit of being alive in the future. And that thing that was very optimistic didn't actually play out. And you'll have plenty of yeah. people that'll be like, no, I don't think that's what they should have done. And you have plenty yeah. of people that'll be like, yeah, hundred percent. That's what they should have done. But it's just, it's a thinking exercise, right? And I think it's a unique experience that not a lot of people t- will take the time to do. I know I would have taken the time to do it in my regular day-to-day life. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. <laughs> I think there's always valuable or value in these little things. Now, I don't want to say like, it's the most valuable thing that you can get out of an MBA, but I do think, you know, uh, it's, it's somewhat worthwhile. <laughs> so what is, what is your favorite part of the MBA or the most valuable part of the MBA? If it's not the cases themselves, which is a big part, uh, what, what else is it? Man, Answer think, that, or, or what, was your, what was your favorite thing about last year? I don't know. Yeah, just talk to me. What'd you love? You know, I like, I'm a bit of an introvert, but I like people, all right? I like getting to know people. I like getting to know like their experiences, their circumstances, what they've done. Now, I'm not going to say I'm going to be everyone's like best friend or super close with people, but if I get a chance to talk with them, I'm going to enjoy it. Because I mm-hmm. think we've talked about this a lot in the last however many minutes. It's like everyone's coming from a different perspective. They've all worked mm-hmm. at these really cool places. They've all done this really cool stuff. And like, I don't know, like how often are you going to find yourself in a position where you get to just kind of chat with someone and you find out like, oh, hey, like, yeah, they actually like started one of the first like, um, like microfinance startups in their like country in South America or something, right? That's not that but, common, right? Like, I don't know. It's just a cool place to be if you get the chance to be there. So just like crazy stuff like that. Yeah. So definitely, definitely lots of color. And you're right. The people are the best part. Um, uh, you, we've, as, as the world has opened up a bit, um, you know, like I said, the number one thing we're here for is academics. But um, in addition to that, as the world has opened up a bit, you know, we've got to see the world. Like uh, travel was a huge part of why I wanted to come to business school and, and be able to travel and make memories with friends. Um, so, you know, spring break, went to Mexico and uh, then right afterwards, spring break ended, but I stayed abroad. I was in Costa Rica for three weeks, but that was like one of the pros of, of, of remote learning. So I, I was able to take classes from our Airbnb, which was so cool, um, in, in Costa Rica, which was great. So that kind of stuff um, made, made, it, made it really nice um, uh, in spite of all that was going on and, and understandably a, a challenging year. Um, so we'll see, we'll see what that looks like next year um, with the rise of the Delta variant. And I think I heard something about the Lambda variant. Like I just, I'm just not so sure what that's gonna look like. I thought that we were gonna be you know, 100% in person um, you know, no mask and, and, you know, seemingly normal and this new normal. Um, but I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure now. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to stay optimistic, uh, but you never know, right. Things change so quickly. Um, again, I think that's one of the main things here. Things change quickly. You have no clue what's going on. Uh, and it's just about adapting to it. So in a perfect world, you know, we'll get to go back to that. No mask, everyone in person experience really get to make the most of the amenities and resources that were provided but if not like i think we'll adapt to it and we'll go we'll do what has to get done i mean i think if yeah. anything at least uh everyone over these last what is it, 18 months at this point has just learned that you know they're going to do what they have to do to get through and it's kind of the same here like nothing changes nothing changes yeah just gotta just gotta stay stay vigilant stay safe and and, and stay as optimistic as, as possible so it's definitely been a tough year and, and you know it looks like it will continue to be at different points but um, yeah, we're just all trying to learn and, and grow and stuff together. Um, it's so crazy how quickly things change. Uh, you know, at one moment, the city's open. We're in Chicago, so it was Lollapalooza and 
uh, you know, they, everybody's out and every, everything's great. And then the next moment we hear the CDC has changed their recommendations for, for masks. And so that's a bit, bit of a bummer. And... For those, Leo, who are thinking about coming to business school or starting business school this year, what, what advice would you, do you have for them to keep, keep the rolling with the tides? Yeah, I mean, hey, here's a shameless plug for myself. Uh, I talk with a lot of prospective students um, just based off uh, clubs I'm affiliated here with at Kellogg, uh, you know, vice president of prospective students for HMA. Uh, so I've been talking to a lot of students over the summer, um, some that are applying, some that are planning on applying, whatever it might be. And I think really like, I don't know, the best piece of advice I can give to anyone that's considering business school is like figure out if this is what makes sense to you or like with what you want to do. Uh, there's no one right path, right? So like, if this is the path that makes sense, then do it. If not, like, don't get like peer pressure into it. Don't get like, you know, don't feel FOMO about it. None of this other shit, like just figure out what makes sense for you and do it. Now, if you're actually starting and you're going to be here, like, Hey, uh, first year goes by a lot faster than you'd expect, uh, before you know it, you're recruiting. 100% does. <laughs> <laughs> and really the really best. Does. Best thing I can recommend there is like, you know, you don't got to get to know everybody, but get to know a couple of people because there's going to be some dark days during that recruiting path or like, mm. I don't know, you had seven interviews in one day and you're just feeling down and out and you're like, I don't even know how the last four went because by the first three, I was already done and exhausted. And, mm. uh, you know, like no one else is really going to want to listen to you, <laughs> you know, complaining <laughs> about having seven job opportunities. So, you know, uh, champagne problems as they call them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so just find your people doesn't have to be a ton of them, you know, and just make the best of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a, a ton to, to add to that. Um, yeah. I think it's, it's find your people and make the, make the best of the opportunity that you have. One of the things that I try to, to constantly remind myself of is like, you know, as my therapist would say, go back to your why. Um, that's actually something new. Started going to therapy since I've been here, um, which is great. But it, it go back to your why. Why are you doing the things that you're doing? And try to keep yourself rooted in that because it's easy to get caught up in the in the in the motion of it all and get lost in, in the changing world that's around us. And so just like really think about like what are you trying to do? Who are you trying to be? What do you, what do you want? And and who who are your people? Who's your who's your board of trustees, if you will, that can support you and encourage you along the way um, to keep you straight? Because there's a lot of things going on, and you know you just got to you're just trying to all stay up and and, and stay stay focused and stay uh, healthy uh, in the midst of it all. So um, as Leo said, you know, if you're interested, um, he, he has, he talks to a lot of prospective students. I also help out um, sometimes through the Black Management Association. So uh, if you're listening to this and you're interested, definitely reach out. Kellogg's a really nice place where people are happy to talk to folks. So if you're interested in Kellogg, hit any of us up and uh, we're happy to chat about our experience some more. But otherwise, uh, obviously, Leo, always good to to chat with you my guy good to, good to see you here on on the on the podcast yeah man it's you know it's been a while always good to it's chat a, when is brunch you know we need to, we need to figure that out <laughs> bottomless rooms and stuff week, thanks guys weeks, thanks for, you know sometime soon thanks for listening hey don't don't tell them our plans we we don't we don't we're not drunk all the time all right <laughs> see you guys thanks so much for tuning in to a new normal thanks for tuning in to a new normal business school during a pandemic we thank you for spending a moment with us and hope that you have enjoyed it as much as we have stay safe out there peace